0: Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast, Thrifting Ain't Easy. My name is Erica, and in this week's episode, we are finished with the Why You Aren't Making Sales On series and are moving on to an oldie but goodie. I have not done one of these since the end of June, Um, and what I'm talking about is the What Sold This Month Podcast episode. I like to fill you guys in on what I have been selling, what I've been doing, and what my customers have been buying. Um, Hopefully, to spark an interest on what maybe you should be selling, what direction you should be going in, and also, you know, give some details as far as descriptions, profit, etc., during this episode of what sold. But yeah, I see that you guys tend to like when I just expose what I sold over the last. Um, month. But specifically for this podcast episode, we are going to be starting since July 1st to right now, which is September 9th. I have completely updated my list and I'm going to go through and tell you what I sold on what what platform um, and what recommendations I have for you. And then at the end of this podcast episode, I'm going to give you influencers that you should be following right now. So, if you're interested in finding out what sold for me at the end of the summer going into the beginning of fall, just keep on listening. The first platform that I'm going to go over is curtsy. Since the beginning of July, I have been very much in and out of dry spells, of periods where I would sell multiple times in a week, and also periods where I wouldn't sell anything in a week. Um, But for the most part, I have done, I performed pretty well on Curtsy. So yeah, the first thing that I sold is a pair of Urban Outfitters New With Tags Joggers. I was able to score these at the Goodwill bins. I was so excited to find them because they had the original Urban Outfitters pricing on there, which as a lot of you know, was pretty expensive, Um, or you can guess it was pretty pretty expensive. And with that being said, I did try to play off of that. However, I did have to accept an offer of lower than I expected, but still enough profit considering I got these from the Goodwill bins. Um, But yeah, I sold a pair of joggers. And one thing I will say is no matter what time of year, if you have a pair of joggers, Put them on either Curtsy or Depop. That is where they will do the best. And I always feel like no matter when or where, I will always p- sell a pair of joggers. Um, I love grabbing them when I go to the Goodwill bins. The Goodwill bins that I go to oftentimes put out joggers. Um, and with that being said, if you find a pair of joggers, make sure you put them out as soon as possible and you can probably expect to see them go fairly quickly because joggers are a hot piece for especially the younger generation um, and what they're wearing in the fall the spring winter it does not matter but always pick up joggers Um, the next thing that i sold i sold one of my boutique necklaces that i ended up getting for a really good price wholesale at um not wholesale at a liquidation store um I brought out a custom collection. I talked about this at the beginning of the summer. I started making vinyl t-shirts and selling those aside from my mystery boxes, and I was able to sell four of those on curtsy since July 1st. Um, I made some really cute smiley face tees. I got the t-shirts wholesale, um, put Cricut vinyl on there, heat pressed it, made those, and I did pretty well on curtsy selling four. Um, This was a find that I found when I went to an out-of-town Goodwill. I went to an out-of-town Goodwill just searching around and I found a um, comfort colors seaside sweatshirt. And if you don't know what a seas- what seaside is, seaside I can't say for some reason. Um, if you don't know what seaside is, seaside is a beach in North Florida. It's near Panama City. It's part of the Rosemary Beach section of Florida. But um, they are known for their gift shops and they are known for their T-shirts that purely just say seaside that run for expensive prices. Um, I was able to find a almost brand new Comfort Colors, which is also an amazing brand that is known for being overcharged. Um, seaside sweatshirt, that came in a rare color. Um, so I did a little research. This is the important thing. Y'all always do your research. Don't just say, okay, here's a Seaside sweatshirt. I'm going to sell it for whatever. Um, I actually came to find out that this was a rare color of a Seaside Comfort Color sweatshirt that they don't make too many of. Um, so I ended up charging a little bit more for it. And I ended up getting 40 bucks out of this sweatshirt. So I was very, very happy with that. Um, The next thing that I sold is a 76ers basketball jersey. I love selling basketball jerseys. I oftentimes sell them in a quick turnaround, and with this curtsy sale, it was no different. Um, the next thing I sold, I sold another, I sold a sunshine tee that I custom made, I sold a butterfly crew neck, which was a part of my custom made collection, and I also sold. I also sold a steak groovy sweatshirt that was a part of my custom collection. Um, I wanted to see how my custom things would fare on Curtsy. And I'm so happy to report that Curtsy um, took very well to my vinyl t-shirts and my vinyl sweatshirts. And almost everyone that I put on Curtsy ended up selling in a pretty decent amount of time. So the next thing the next platform that I want to discuss is Depop. On Depop, I sold one of my green butterfly crewnecks that I made. I sold a smiley face t-shirt, a stay groovy t-shirt, and that was it for my custom collection. I sold a vintage Team USA Olympics jacket. Around the perfect time of when the Olympics were still going on, um, I ended up getting a really good price out of that. As you can guess, it was a 1996 jacket from the Atlanta Olympics, and I actually thrifted it in Atlanta, so um, that was really fun. I sold two keychains. i had some keychains me, my grandmother made years ago and my mom made years ago that were just kind of not moving in our physical store. So I decided to put them online and I sold two of those. I've done very well with those over the last past summer. Sold two of my vintage hemp necklaces. I sold two key fobs. We also handmade key fobs back in the day and I decided to take them from my physical store to my online store and that went really well so also for all of the people who double as a small business owner if there are some things in your small business that you are noticing isn't moving and your customers in person customers aren't really a tone to it try putting it online I tried putting it online and so far it's been a total success of all the things we used to do and sell at craft fairs so yeah Um, I'm thinking about doing an entire episode about setting up at craft fairs and those type of things. So yeah, let me know if you'd be interested in hearing about my experiences. I used to do craft fairs for years and that was a great way to sell and resellers can do it too. Um, but yeah, we decided to take some of those. So I've sold keychains and key fobs on Depop. I also sold a pair of star jeans. I got these jeans from Los Angeles at the, um, fashion district, which you guys know how much I love the fashion district. I sold these jeans on Depop. I put them up on Monday and they sold by Wednesday. So it was, it was really fun sale. And the girl was like, I need these jeans right now. So I wish I would have had more than one, but I sold the one pair I had and she loved it. The next thing that I sold was a pair of sunglasses. I also got these sunglasses from the Los Angeles Fashion District. This was specifically from the one of my favorite stores. It's a wholesale supplier called Joya. Um, I sold a pair of those. And last but not least, I sold a total of eight mystery boxes on Depop. So this is where I wanted to get in a little bit deeper. You might be like, okay, she sold some mystery boxes on Depop. Does that mean you can sell mystery boxes on Depop? Fun fact, actually, really, really sad fact. I found out that you are not allowed to sell mystery boxes on Depop. I was doing very well. I, as you could tell, I sold eight in a matter of a couple months. Honestly, one month because I've had my mystery boxes off for a couple weeks now. Um, but I sold eight mystery boxes, sweatshirt mystery boxes. I had a indie girl mystery box and I had a Y2K mystery box and I sold eight of those over a period of a month and I was just going and I was thinking, okay, this might be my next thing for Depop. And then I get a message from Depop support saying they were very polite with it, but they did say that mystery boxes are not allowed. I I just I absolutely hate that platforms aren't catching on to what Poshmark and what Etsy is doing with allowing the goodness of mystery boxes. Mystery boxes yes can go very bad and of course there's been incidences where people have gotten absurd things in mystery boxes that they did not order. However, it's 2021 and we still don't trust our customer our Sellers enough to allow them to do mystery boxes, especially when you see that your customers want mystery boxes. That's what irritated me the most. Um, I was forced to take down all of my mystery boxes, and I can't sell mystery boxes on Depop anymore. I did not want to get in trouble with the platform at all because. Depop is a vital source of income for me, and also I just love Depop as a whole, um, shopping and selling on there. So I didn't want to jeopardize that. So I took down my mystery boxes. But yeah, it just it really does make me upset because with Depop, I was just getting the hang of it after doing mystery boxes for so long on my Etsy and doing mystery boxes for so long on my Poshmark. Um, but they just automatically shut it down. I don't know if they're going to review it because so many more people are looking for mystery boxes. I noticed in the last past year, mystery boxes have become a huge thing that a lot of people um, a lot of people want to experience. A lot of people want to buy. And it's like Depop doesn't give you the chance. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to go into that little spiel really quick. So if you were thinking about selling mystery boxes on Depop, I do not recommend it. I want you guys to have all of your accounts safe and sound. So do not try to sell mystery boxes. Um, But yeah, my account is perfectly fine. They only just told me to take it down and I took it down. So we're cool with that. But yeah, now we're going to move on to the next platform. My next platform is Poshmark. On Poshmark, I sold a new tags pair of Show Me Your Moo Moo shorts. I snagged these shorts 90% off from my local Play-Doh's closet. I've talked about this before, and I'll say it again. If you live near a Play-Doh's closet, make sure you follow them on Instagram. They nine times out of ten, I know mine does and a lot of the other ones near me do, um, they let their customers know when they're doing sales. And how mine does sales, we do a 50% off sale, what doesn't go goes to 70% off, and what is still left goes to 90% off. I like going to the 90% off sale mainly because you get the best deal. But there are some times I like to go in the 70% off to see if there are free people. Other types of big brands that I know won't be there past. Seventy percent off. Um, So yeah, I sold a pair of shorts that I ended up getting from Plato's Closet. I sold an Outer Banks sticker pack. I scored these Outer Banks stickers back in the day um, of going to going liquidation shopping back in my hometown, Um, where I go to college. We don't have any liquidation spots, which is super sad. But um, every time I return home, I go back to those same liquidation spots. And back a couple. Actually, last year, um, I was able to find a pack of Outer Bank stickers and I waited around and waited around until season two hit and I was able to sell um, some of those. I sold one pack on Poshmark and then I ended up selling the rest of the pack that I had left on Etsy in another sticker pack. So I got this sticker pack. Um, it's originally from Amazon. You can order it from Amazon. However, um, Outer Banks is kind of, it's not as popular as it was two weeks ago. Um, So I made sure to get on the Outer Banks train as soon as possible when people were looking for things like that. And um, I was able to get the sticker pack that is originally from Amazon, but I got it at a way cheaper price at the liquidation store, divided up by 10, 20, 15 different pieces for people to buy. And they just bought for me. And I sold out within two days, um, two or three days since putting that Outer Banks sticker pack up and that's just a note for anything um you guys know this but i do want to reiterate it if something is popular key into the popularity go into it it might sound corny but i knew outer banks was all over my for you page i knew it was the number one watch show on netflix so i decided to i knew i had those outer Banks stickers i started dividing it up, getting those pictures out. And I put them immediately on my platform and I ended up making sales from it. Go into what is popular because at the end of the day, it will benefit your business. Um, I know when Tiger King was super popular at the beginning of quarantine, a lot of Etsy shops would go ahead and start grabbing and grasping at making those um, Tiger King t-shirts and selling those. So get into that. When you see something is popular, you see something is number one, and you see something that everybody's talking about, They're going to want merch from it, but they don't necessarily know how to buy it because those shows don't offer merch. So give them a reason to shop from you if they love The Outer Banks or Tiger King or whatever is popular. Um, So, yeah. The next thing I sold a mystery box on Poshmark. I sold a Visco Girl T-shirt mystery box, so that was really fun. Um, I sold a Free People skirt. I scored this Free People skirt at Plato's Closet during their ninety percent off sale, and I flipped it for a pretty decent profit on Poshmark. I sold a Lulu's dress, and I sold a vintage purse that I got half off at Goodwill. Um, and the Next platform that I want to talk about is Mercari. Um, it was a pretty decent month for me on Mercari. Um, I had my ups and downs with it, but at the end of the day, I did pretty, I did pretty well. Only thing I can say is, do not be upset with me, but I cannot guarantee that this is accurate. Um, far as this is my only amount. I think there were more, but I can't find it because my Mercari sold completed tab doesn't go in chronological order. I don't know if that's a problem someone else is having, but it doesn't always go in chronological order. It gives me some, so I was able to see a little bit of what I've sold, but Either way, we're going to go into it. Um, So the first thing I sold, I sold a Jacksonville Jaguars t-shirt. If you have your NFL stuff, if you have your college football stuff that you would like to be selling, put that out on platforms like Marikari and Poshmark as soon as possible. Right now is football season and people are looking for their game day stuff. Um, So give them a reason to shop game day from you. And um, yeah, with that being said, I sold a Jacksonville Jaguars t-shirt. Um, I sold a vintage tank top that I scored from the LA Fashion District. Um, I sold one of my custom t-shirts, two of my custom t-shirts. I sold one of my Stay Groovy t-shirts and my Beach Bum t-shirts. I sold a pair of sunglasses that I got from Los Angeles. I sold a graphic t-shirt that I got from the Liquidation outlet. And I sold one of my necklaces that I got from Liquidation in my hometown. And then the final thing I wanted to report is from Etsy. Etsy, I also was not able to get a full report since July, but I got a full report from the last 30 days. And in the last 30 days, I've sold 121 boxes. But as you guys know, I've been gone for more than 30 days. So we're just going to double that. So approximately I have sold 200 and I would say probably... 220, 230 boxes um, on Etsy. And I sell those sweatshirt boxes and they're picking up very fast as the season changes. Um, But yeah, so that has been what I sold in this last month. Now we're getting into the final part of the episode where I like to recommend you guys a couple influencers that you should be following right now. Um, And for this portion of this week's what's sold this week. Um, I want to tap into the curvy girls. I want to tap into plus size influencers. Um, and with that being said, we are going to name our first and her name is Yolande Makan. Yolanda Macon, Yolanda Macon. I'm so sorry. I don't know why I said it like that. Yolanda Macon, her Instagram handle is the language of Yolanda. Um, she is just a vibrant soul. She's so bright. She has amazing and impeccable taste. And also the first thing that I noticed is that she's got her Telfar bag. And if you can get your hands on a Telfar bag, you are going to want to. Um, I tried to buy one off of Poshmark and the prices just kind of scared me. But you know, they're just one of the most popular bags out right now. Um, So tap into that. Get into those funky and vibrant colors. Even though we're about to head into the fall season, I can tell you guys now, that bright um, and fashionable and even light, airy colors are still going to be very much in. Just because everybody that's just the color block of right now we're we're kind of going back to uh, the bright time we're going back to the 70s we're going back to the 90s and so many different people are just kind of showing up and showing out when it comes to what they're wearing. So don't underestimate people when it comes to having those vibrant colors and those um, beautiful colors that you think you only see in the summer, you will actually probably see in this fall. But I digress. We are going to get into more of what fall trends you should have in your closet next week in our um, what's coming up in the fall episode. So I don't want to spoil anything though. The next influencer that you should be following is her Instagram at is I am beauty curve um, and beauty with an I instead of a Y her name is Rochelle Johnson. She again plays into that vibrant, beautiful print type of style that is so big right now and if you want to know like what you should be bringing in for the curvy girls and what you should be bringing in in the fall for the influencers living in california to even new york check out rochelle johnson she has amazing style and i see some i see some pieces i definitely want to recreate myself um so yeah those are the two influencers that i have is i am beauty Curve. Rochelle Johnson, and then also the lovely Yolanda Macon at The Language of Yolanda. She represents that New York style. And then you have Rochelle, who she lives in Arkansas, but she's from California. So she, she gives you that West Coast vibe too. So that is it for this week's podcast episode. It was a little bit short, but that is to be expected. When I am naming all of the things that I sold. I want to thank you guys so much for continuing to support this podcast. And I also want to let you guys know that I am in the process of transforming my Instagram into being a podcast Instagram. So if you want to go ahead and um, follow that, in the future, in the next week, I'm going to be doing that. I've just been busy with school. But in the next week, you will be seeing me transform it into a podcast episode um, where I give you episode recaps. I give you episode details, etc., etc. et, cetera, et cetera. Um, So if you want to follow that now, the at it is at right now is at the college reseller. Um, again, I want to thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's podcast episode. And I will see you guys next week. Bye.